Flora and Ulysses is a surprisingly meta movie. It stuffs its face with Disney brand references, like Ulysses stuffs his face with food. It's like the movie found out they could reference Disney brands and became drunk with power. With great power comes great responsibility. That's a shared Disney brand. But anyway, not only speaking of Marvel, does the movie extensively reference that comic book, uh, you know, those comic book characters, which makes sense because the movie, of course, does have a superhero motif to it. But what is interesting, by the way, what was a pleasant surprise, was that when it comes to X-Men, they highlight Wolverine and Storm. Nothing big, but they have like a little animated sequence at the beginning, like, like, kind of like, you know, not great animation, just a little something. But Wolverine and Storm showed up, and it was so cool to finally see them in like a Disney proper project. And it gives you an idea which X-Men are a priority for the Mouse House. Now, we all knew Wolverine was, but for Storm to be there? I mean, it makes sense, but we're all so eager for Storm to finally be done right, I'm glad that she is at the front of the line for Disney. Now, they also referenced Star Wars, which also isn't a big surprise, but what did surprise me was that they referenced some Fox properties like Titanic. That's right, Fox's Oscar juggernaut used as fodder for jokes to a straight-to-Disney Plus movie. Although, one of those jokes at the end of the movie was actually excellent. I was like, you know what? It was almost worth it for that, you know, all that buildup and slightly bringing, you know, undercutting the original movie for that very funny joke at the end. And while all these references make sense in the context of the film, there's just so many of them. That was my problem with it. And from so many different brands that I felt overwhelmed and it would often take me out of the film. I'd be like, I get it, Disney. I know how big your empire is. Uh, Disney looked at the breadth of its empire and decided to reference and talk about it constantly. But what kept drawing me back into the film, I still liked the movie despite this, and that's because it has great acting and surprisingly good VFX. Let's not get carried away. It's still, I think, mostly for kids, but it's surprisingly enjoyable, even for adults. Um, but it's, I, it's not an all-ages film. I think it's a film for, for children. Now, we'll discuss the specifics of the film in a moment, but first I want to remind you that Flora and Ulysses started out as a children's book that you can not only read, but you can listen to thanks to Audible.com. Audible has a huge selection of children's books that you can either listen to together or that can be listened to as story tapes when going to sleep. And there are tons of audiobooks for you, too. Have celebrities read to you. Matthew McConaughey, Barack and Michelle Obama, Rachel McAdams, Dan Stevens, Lawrence Fishburne. There's tons of them. And you can, you can find a good audiobook to listen to while you commute, travel, or are stuck at home. Recently, we've had plenty of reasons to be stuck at home. So vi just visit audible.com slash BTT, link down below, or text BTT to 500-500 to sign up for a free 30-day trial. Again, that's just visit audible.com slash BTT or text BTT to 500-500 for that free 30-day trial. Now back to Flora and Ulysses, the movie. M uh, Matilda Lawler, Lawler She's a real find. In fact, she's so good, I checked to see if she has like famous acting parents or something, and she doesn't. She's very good. She's only done a couple of projects. She's pretty new to Hollywood, but she's already up there with some of the best, the best child actors of all time. She's asked to express some pretty mature ideas, yet still seem like a child and be likable. It's hard to be a likable, precocious child in, like, in a Hollywood pr uh, production, but she pulls it off. I was like, she's wonderful. I also appreciated seeing a young girl interested in comic books because I, that was me. 
And her few scenes with Bobby Moynihan as a comic book store owner were some of my favorite. I would have liked to have had more of that, in fact. Although, with Kamala Khan coming later this year with Ms. Marvel, it does seem like odd timing that Disney would Disney Plus would have two comic book geek girls the exact same year. Although, it's cool that that's like a sign of the times that they can have so many of them. But, you know, I just don't want to take away from either one. And it's, not, it's like they're, they're such big fans about the exact same thing. So that, to me, is like, I don't know how I, how that would work. But again, I think the audience for Flora and Ulysses is more limited because, again, it's mostly for children. So I think it should be okay. And But, I, you know, I would like to see Flora continue. She's great. I'd love to see her be Squirrel Girl. Some people are like, is this the beginning of Squirrel Girl? I'd love to see that. And then she and Kamala Khan can both live out their dreams. Now, speaking of child actors, Miles from The Haunting of Bly Manor is here uh, as well. And interestingly, he's still kind of creepy, just like he was on that show. Now, Ben Schwartz and Allison Hannigan, uh, it's not, it's, they have some fun faces here. It's nice to see again. Uh, ben Schwartz, of course, just coming off of Sonic, uh, where he only did a voice, though. But they're, they're a lot of fun as Flora's separated parents. They do a very nice job. And speaking of cameos, Janine Garofalo even shows up for just one scene, but that was funny. I was like, what? I can't believe it. Janine Garofalo's in this movie. I can't tell if she's really nice or her, it's just that rough out there for her. Uh, Danny Pudi also does a nice job as animal control, and he gets to do some great physical comedy. The cat that he fought with, I thought the CGI on that cat was pretty awful. Well, I mean, the, the CGI on uh, Ulysses is fantastic, which we'll talk about in a moment. But since I just mentioned the cat here, the cat didn't look the cat didn't look good. But the reason that Danny Pudi is in this movie is that he starred in director Lena Khan's first film, The Tiger Hunter. And as Hollywood tries to create more opportunities of, uh, for diversity in the director's chair, it's so wonderful to see Lena Khan get this Disney Plus gig and do a great job. You would never tell that this was her second feature film only. It seems like it's directed by a seasoned professional. And Ulysses, let's talk about Ulysses. He's very well realized. Sometimes he looks a little CGI too, but other times I'd swear he was a real super-powered squirrel. I thought he was great. I really liked him a lot. Um, he, and everyone has their own funny squirrel stories, right? Uh, so I just think there's just something about squirrels. And there are a few humans with superpowers in this movie as well. They're only figments of Flora's imagination because she daydreams about some of the superheroes her father, an out-of-work artist, has created, but I thought they were very nicely realized. Uh, so the movie, I, to be fair, does drag a little bit, especially after like the setup, you know, when you get to the third, the, you know, like the beginning of the third act, which is always hard for most movies. So here, it too suffered a little bit. Uh, and as I said, it's more of a kids movie than an all ages film, but it's a very good kids film, and I think that older viewers will find it amusing. Uh, so. And also, they set up a sequel. At the very end of the movie, they do a strong setup for a sequel. And I have to say, even though I got a touch bored here and there, I wouldn't be up for a sequel. I was like, you're going to make a sequel, right? Although I can't tell if maybe Ulysses should find a new family or not. I'm wondering who, like, I like this family so much, but I think, like, from a business perspective, it would be better if you had a different family per movie and then Ulysses was the constant. I'm curious what you think if, you see, if you've seen the film. All right, so overall, with Lady and the Tramp, Godmother, and now Flora and Ulysses, while nobody would mistake these for theatrical releases, they are very good original streaming films. And so Disney Plus should be proud of this lineup. So that's my review of Flora and Ulysses, which hits uh, Disney Plus this Friday. Share your own thoughts down below. Subscribe today. And of course, as always, you can check out some more videos right now.